Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. The Pope is working towards setting himself up as the leader of the prophesied mystery Babylon. That's right, you heard it. We're going to talk more about it. But first, I do want to remind you that this month is very special because it would have been Irvin Baxter's 77th birthday month. And so we're celebrating and you can go to endtime.com slash birthday to see some life-changing deals. It's foundational content that he put out while he was alive. And uh, it's certainly something that we believe everyone should go through. I understand the end time. Uh, many of you have seen some of that. It's a great gift idea if you've already seen it. Um, uh, Revelation Volume 1 and 2 and Irvin's Last Words. Several packages there that are available. Irvin's Last Words is available specifically for a donation of any amount. So some people are giving $5 towards it. Some people are giving $500 towards it. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart, be sure to go to endtime.com slash birthday or give us a call at 800-END-TIME to learn more about the life-changing deals available in July only. So you got one week left to take advantage of that. Also, um, the tour, Doug, the Israel tour. We're doing one in the fall. We're doing one in the spring. The fall has been full. However, two people just canceled today. So there are two spots available. Not four spots. Some may get confused. Not four. Two spots are available. Uh, You can call us only on that. Or I guess you could email as well if you have Jana's email or Brittany's email. Go ahead and um, reach out to them or give us a call 800-END-TIME and ask for information on the tour. We have a Two spots open for the fall. All right, Doug. The Pope will lead Mystery Babylon? Is he going to be the um, the governor of New York or what? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, contrary to a lot of belief there, uh, New York is not Mystery Babylon. Uh, what? Yeah, there's just too much evidence in the Bible that tells us otherwise. But we do know that the leader of the... Um, Catholic Church at the time is going to be the false prophet. So uh, we know that because we have many clues in the Bible and we have uh, this pope that we currently have in office, uh, Pope Francis, making some some comments that go along and follow along very well with the uh, one world government, the UN. So interesting to uh, just about every time he opens his mouth here lately, Vince, there's something that seems to line up with... um, you know, the the one world um, government and their belief and their agendas that they're pushing. So very interesting um, what's said in this article today and what he's talking about. And then, of course, today's a great day because it's it's our Friday where we have open lines and our uh, viewers can call in, our listeners can call in and ask whatever they want to ask us today. So, And that's really going to be what we talk about. It's whatever you want to talk about. We mm-hmm. do want to talk... We do want to share this story about uh, what the Pope is doing, but we're going to talk about whatever you want to. So you're going to have to call and tell us. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. The lines usually fill up pretty quick on Fridays. So if you want to get in, you better call now. Um, But first, Mystery Babylon, Doug. Um, It's not New York. It's not the United States. Right. And the leader is going to be the Pope, and he doesn't know it? Well, I mean, I, I don't believe that he realizes who he is. I don't think that the false prophet is going to realize, hey, I'm the false prophet that's, that's talked about in Revelation 13. But, I mean, you never know. You never so, know. 
we'll just have to kind of wait and see. But boy, this uh, this pope particularly has lined up with a lot of things that line up with uh, the book of Revelation. So interesting. All right. Well, before we do get to the calls and to the story, I do want to make mention uh, Dave Robbins has been out this week sick. And so uh, he's doing very well. He will be back um, next week. So no worries there. I know folks are wondering why in the world they're seeing me and you again, Doug. But uh, that's what's going on. He'll be back. Uh, He did a conference last weekend, was going to do a conference this weekend, but the local church there in Houston had to cancel. In fact, uh, they've actually rescheduled for October. So we will not be in Houston, Texas this weekend. So don't come out if you were planning to. Uh, However, it's rescheduled for October. And as the date gets closer, we will certainly make you aware of what's going on in Houston in October, so stay tuned for that. I I know one person that would be happy to see us again, Joe from New York. He's always happy to see us, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we, it's because we look so good. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> And we kind of match today. We Everyone's do kind of match. Out it's kinda, did we yeah, plan we this? On purpose. And we, of course, did not. <laughs> right. We are way too manly for that. <laughs> um, right. But uh, <laughs> June was last month. But um, <laughs> so... We are taking your calls, 877 times the number to join us. Uh, let's go to a call now. Let's go to Eugene in New York. Eugene, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Can you hear me? We yes, can sir. hear you, Eugene. You've got about a minute, so if you can get to your question, we'll do our best to cover it before the break. Did you hear about that new ringing guy? It's called Q on it. It's, a, it's supposedly, I look at it. I I have not heard about it particularly that what you're speaking of, but I have, you know, we do know that they're trying to set up a digital currency, a worldwide digital currency where they can track and mark everything, uh, you know, that comes and, and goes out. So it's it doesn't surprise me. Um, I just haven't seen what you're talking about in particular there, Eugene. Well, it's on the it's on the web. Okay, we'll have to check it's that up. out. Yeah, we will definitely check it out about it. and see what we think. But we we do know this, and I'll say this in the short time that I have. We do know that uh, the mark of the beast is not going to be uh, given out until after that Antichrist is revealed during that final three and a half years. We know that from the book of Revelation, chapter 13. And so, uh, you know, we know we're still a little bit away from that. Now, we are watching many things. It looks like they're trying to set it up many different ways. And, you know, a lot of people um, call us and contact us all the time saying, hey, is this the mark of the beast? Uh, but, you know, just like with the real ID, it's just things that are being set up now that could later... Uh, add to or be part of that mark of the beast system. So at this point, we know we're not in that time period. Thank you for your call, Eugene. God right. bless you. Uh, it's always okay, good to God hear from you, you, Eugene. Um, we're coming. We are uh, coming up on a break here. I'm told I need to keep talking because Doug's mic is muted or something. So I guess maybe no one out there heard what Doug had to say, but um, maybe he'll give us a recap after the break. We have about 30 seconds, so I'll just take this time to remind you. It's open line, 877 N times the number to call, 877-363-8463. And then, of course, again, we will not be in Houston, Texas this weekend, so don't come out to the conference there. But uh, we will be coming back in October. 
So be looking for that information. All right, we'll be right back. The Pope is going to be the leader of Mystery Babylon. We'll reveal how that's true on the other side of the break. See you in a second. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME. Or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we get to the calls, Doug, we're talking about Mystery Babylon. Mm -hmm. The Pope will lead Mystery Babylon and he doesn't even know it, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that before we get to the calls. There was a story that came out, Doug. I, don't, I know we probably don't want to go through every word of this article. Right. Uh, we want to focus on the calls today. So what in this do you want to highlight here that you feel is like important? It's from uh, Breitbart. So Vatican chief Pope Francis is very committed to multilateralism. Yeah, so, um, you know, basically that's the... the body of the the article there is the multilateralism he wants to move us away from nationalism he wants to keep people from you know being excited about that i think that i highlighted a little bit there vince where he talks about it and he he calls nationalism a, a dangerous resurgence so when you think about nationalism you think about uh we here in this nation that most of us uh think of ourselves as patriots or you know we love our country and we uh, stand for what America stands for and that kind of thing. That's that's nationalism. They want to move us away from that, have open borders, like what we're experiencing right now, you know, south of our border there and how down in South Texas we have this uh, insurgent of these uh, illegal aliens that are coming in our country and just coming and being, uh, you know, basically just 
let in here free without having to go through any kind of uh, process and, and not really knowing who's coming in our country. That's part of uh, what they want to do um, with the uh, multilateralism. Uh, but the important thing that we want to push out and let everybody kind of understand as we, we move through this is what Gutierrez, who is the, um, he is the U.N. Secretary General. Which is and, the top guy there. Yes, is what he says about the Pope. And so, um, you know, that says that through his work, the Pope is contributing to reaching many of our objectives objectives, meaning the UN's objectives, including sustainable development goals. So we've talked about that a lot of times. Uh, Dave's talked about it and what they want to do. It's Agenda 2030 is what that deals with. And remember, the WEF is also uh, in on this. And so that's why we hear things like you will have nothing and you'll be happy. That's why we see this push for uh, eliminating fossil fuels because uh, part of that uh, sustainable development is uh, going to be talking about the global warming and the Green New Deal and all of those things. And remember, this pope has, has written an encyclical about this seven-year time period that he believes that we can... Uh, basically just uh, do all these things to get us lined up with what the one world government wants to do. And, um, you know, just yesterday there was an article that came out that he said we need to repent for what we've done to Mother Earth. And so he lines up with a lot of their beliefs, and we know from Scripture that's what's going to happen. And so that comes out of Revelation chapter 17. And, uh, you know, normally I like you to read that. So uh, do you want to read normally, that? Normally. Just... <laughs> All right. Uh, starting in verse 3, chapter 17 of Revelation. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication, And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Yeah, so I I know we don't have a lot of time to go into this today because we're taking our calls and things. But uh, we understand that the woman there represents, uh, when God is talking about a church, he always uh, looks at it as a woman. It's a female, and uh, like the bride uh, of Christ, we've the, all heard that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. We don't so much hear about the harlot, but we hear a lot about the bride. Of Christ. About the bride, <laughs> and so this is an unfaithful bride. So we—that's kind of how we understand this is the church. But there's many, many descriptive um, clues there that tells us she's arrayed in purple and scarlet. We know that the bishops wear purple, the uh, cardinals wear scarlet. That's the two ruling authorities within the Catholic Church. Uh, She's decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand. All those things we see, if you see the Pope, most of the time speaking anywhere or doing any kind of, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, I don't want to call them rituals, but some of the things that they do, uh, you'll see he has a golden cup that he drinks from. Uh, And then it talks about uh, having the blood of the saints and the blood of the martyrs of Jesus Uh, on her hands. So we know that the Catholic Church has persecuted uh, saints throughout 
the time. We, you know, we've got um, like the Inquisition, the Spanish Inquisition and things like that that have happened. So without going into a whole lot of explanation of, of what we're talking about there, these are just a few of the clues that show us that it will be Vat- the Vatican and Rome. Um, you know, we have a full uh, teaching of this. Um, if you look online, you go to our um, endtime.com page and you put in uh, Mystery Babylon. It will come up with those links and, and you'll understand more because all the clues are laid out there. Yeah, I was going to point that out, Doug, that it's not that you're not going into detail because we're scared to talk about it because we've talked about it in great detail for right. hours and hours. Uh, like he mentioned, there are many articles on our website, uh, endtime.com, but we also have hundreds of hours, uh, probably dozens of hours for this particular topic mm-hmm. on Mystery Babylon at watch.endtime.com. If you already have the End of the Age Plus app, which you can download in all the major app stores, uh, you can search there as well. So be sure to check that out if you want greater detail. We're just hitting the treetops today because today's show is all about what you want to talk about. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877 8463. We'll go right to the phones now. Let's go to Alfred in Louisiana. Alfred, welcome to End of the Age. Uh, yes, hello, brothers. Praise the Lord. Praise the How Lord. How you doing, How Alfred? You? All is well. All is well. Good. What's your question today, uh, sir? Yes, sir. My question today, my brother, is uh, well, I know we're living in the last days and uh, evolving to a cashless society. And what I wanted to ask was, would it be a wise uh, thing to do as far as uh, investing into uh, cryptocurrency before I make a move like that? Because I heard it's supposed to be a big thing, you know, in the future. So that's why I'm asking. You know, Alfred, it's a big thing in the future, and it's a big thing today. Um, We try not to get into financial planning advice here because we focus on Bible prophecy. Uh, From the um, prophecy perspective, we do know that the mark of the beast uh, will be uh, have a digital currency associated with it. Um, We don't know anything about how that might look. Um, in parallel to cryptocurrency or anything like that. We can't speak on that whatsoever. So to, to tell you about what Bible prophecy says regarding it, um, we don't really know unless Doug has some insight that he hasn't shared yet. Um, otherwise, about investing in it, um, I don't know what to tell you in that regard. Okay, well, thank you, my brother. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Alfred. God bless you. Doug, you know, I wanted to say more. I don't know how to say more properly without, you know, I don't want to give bad advice. I don't know anything about Alfred's personal situation, but I do love to talk about money and different investing stuff. I really like talking about that, but since that's not the focus of the show, I I didn't feel comfortable getting into that live on the air, but I really don't know what to tell people in regards to whether or not they should invest in cryptocurrency based off of what we see about the end time. Yeah. Do you have any insight you want to offer? Uh, no, I really don't. You agree? <laughs> I do. I agree with that completely. I, uh, you know, whenever people talk to me about what we should invest in and what we should do, um, you know, as far as that goes, I always tell people I'm, I 
don't have enough understanding of financial systems and how they're going to work during that time. But the one thing I always point them to is back to Matthew chapter 6 because the scripture tells us oh, not to worry Doug, about don't those over spiritualize things. I'm telling you, that's, Give us the, an answer. No, that's the best thing to do is always uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then he'll make sure all that stuff that you need will come to you. So who knows if one day we're going to wake up and our money's not going to be any good. I don't know that. I have no idea because I don't see anything in Scripture. But we do know that there's coming that mark of the beast system that without that you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade. So Well, we, we, know, we, can, we know that could happen. Right. But we also know, we can look, out, look throughout human history and yeah. we can see that it doesn't matter if the currency was some goats or some crops Mm-hmm. or if it was uh, coins with people's faces on it, or if it's cryptocurrency, right. God's people are always taken care of. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, He makes a way when there seems to be no way. Right. And you may not have a lot of whatever the currency is, but He's a provider, and everything's going to be okay. Amen. And that's what we tap into as best as we know how. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's our cryptocurrency quota <laughs> for the week. Uh, let's go to Lisa in Hawaii. Lisa, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, aloha. Aloha. Man, I, I'm, I'm in uh, Dallas, I, but uh, Hawaii sounds pretty nice. I'm going to share some hope with all your listeners and you, because I found it last week. I was you know, down about these vaccines, and they, even uh, a mortician was on this program, and they said six to eight babies at a time are going or dying and but he's not getting any more kids not getting any calls and he doesn't know why because he's given free funerals for the whole his whole career and anybody under 18 well he ain't getting calls it's because they were sending him straight to the crematorium that a one autopsy is done on him after they got the jab so many infants are dying so there's a website that um she goes by the Bible, and she just like, okay, um, kind of puts hope to it and all. You know, like... So what, what's your question for, today, Lisa? Well, I just kind of don't really know if I have a question, because what you were talking about led into some things I had just learned. Like the Vatican, they, had, they took 650 plane loads, American did, 650 plane loads of gold from underneath the tunnels in the Vatican, and they're... They've got fires burning in Vatican last week. They were burning because they burnt down the, the tunnels that they were doing sex trafficking and all in. So that was led to that. And then um, about talking just about what the money is going to be like, didn't it say somewhere in the Bible that um, the um, the um, the rich, the money was going to be taken from the righteous and the gift to the, the money was going to be taken from the evil and give to the righteous? I'm not wording it right, but... Um, Money will be taken from the righteous and given to the evil. No, the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't say for sure, Lisa. We do appreciate your call. I'm jealous of uh, where you're located. It's pretty hot here in Dallas, and I bet it's a lot nicer there in Hawaii. Uh, we'll have to check out some of that stuff you mentioned and see what the Bible has to say about it and perhaps talk about it one day on this show. Uh, we appreciate your call, Lisa. There are open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Let's go to Misty in Texas. Misty, welcome to End of the Age. 
Misty, are you there? Yes. Hello, how are you? We are well, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm so glad that you allowed me to get in. How's the baby? The baby is doing wonderful. 11 weeks old this week and um, three pounds above average and I think two inches longer than average. So (laughs) big baby, lots of sleep and uh, doing pretty well. Thanks for asking. Praise God. I'm so glad she's doing well. All right, so my question is this. Uh, according to the Jerusalem Prophecy College, the, uh, there is going to be a ceiling of our foreheads, or a ceiling in our foreheads, and uh, that, God, that God will do. So we will be filled in our foreheads, and also the scriptures that I have for that would be... 2 Corinthians one twenty two and Ephesians one thirteen. If you could expound on those those two points, I would really appreciate that. And just give me a little bit more information on how we know that we are sealed in our foreheads. Okay, absolutely. And then you can go into if you want to go into mm-hmm. the you know the way the devil mocks God and the mark of the beast, if you want. I'm really interested in the way we are sealed as Christians or as the church. Yeah, absolutely. So just to kind of let everybody know what 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse uh, 22 says, it says, "...who has uh, also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts." And then uh, Ephesians 1 uh, says that... uh, See Ephesians one thirteen says, "In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also that uh, ye believed, and you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise." So basically, what that is is when we are born again. The Bible tells us in John chapter three three and five that we must be born again of the water and the Spirit. And so when we are born again in the water and the Spirit, we receive this, uh, the Holy Spirit of God, and that's how we're sealed. So that's where that sealing comes from. We receive God's Spirit, and He begins to live inside of us. Misty, we're going to have to put you on hold and get back to you on the other side of the break. There are open lines, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash birthday to participate in the life-changing deals that we have available until the end of this month, so you have a week left to participate. Go there today. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. 
The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Once again, the conference for this weekend in Houston, Texas has been rescheduled to October. Uh, the host church there has had a number of key volunteers uh, get sick and they're unavailable to host the conference this weekend now. So it's rescheduled for October. We'll let you know more about that when uh, we get closer to the date. All right, we had Misty on the uh, on the line before the break, Doug, and she was asking about the 144000 You were trying to respond, but uh, we got cut off there. So I figure you would need some time to, to adequately respond to her. Right. So, um, Misty, back to what you were asking about that. Whenever that happens, that's when we're born again. So when we receive the Holy Spirit, uh, and um, that's when that sealing comes in. You also ask about how uh, the devil wants to mock God. And so did you have a question about that? What was your question about the mark of the beast and mocking God there? So, so we actually think that the double mark or the 666 will be a literal mark in the hand or in the forehead. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that's it, what we're looking for. It does appear pay. like that. That the, uh, the actual uh, wording there means to prick or to stick, and so uh, that's why a lot of times we've talked about the possibility of it being a chip. Uh, but just like we we cannot see that seal of God on us, we we only know from the evidence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so we know with the with the evidence we receive through the Holy Ghost and uh, we know that we're marked and we know that we have the seal of God on us. But the, the devil, when he does this, that mark is going to be more about uh, rather than being spiritual, it's going to be more of a physical thing uh, because of the fact that it's going to be you're not going to be able to buy, sell or trade. You're not going to be able to feed your family. You're not going to be able to do certain things that are physical things. But the mark that God gives us is a spiritual mark. It's, it's uh, spirit. And, uh, and the devil's attempt at that is going to be uh, a physical type of mark. Yes. Okay. And I do have a third question if you have time for me. Okay. Absolutely. So do you actually think, well, according to Galatians 3.27, you have mentioned, or Jerusalem Prophecy College um, says for that scripture, for as many of you have, have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. So I know that Irvin was saying that the 144,000 is the church. So the I was thinking that the 144,000 would be Jewish people that are Christians that would be set apart during that time. So are there really physical... Will there, will there really be 
144,000 Jews, or is that just a type and shadow of that it is church? Well, or like a, like a mystery that we had to figure it out that it is actually church. Right. So we we don't know for we don't know for sure if that's an actual number. One hundred forty four thousand is going to be an actual number, or if it's a symbolic number. We don't know. But you're correct. We do believe that that is going to be uh, the saved the saved Jews, the Jews that are saved. Okay. Uh, and then because we see the great multitude later in that scripture. Uh, where we see who that is and where John asked the question and it says these are those who came out of the great tribulation. And so that it is a symbolic view of the Jewish Gentile church there in that scripture. And that's where we also, uh, when we talk about that, we know that there is going to be a revival that's going to happen mm-hmm. there. Uh, and that chapter in Revelation 7 is where we see that revival take place. Remember that the two witnesses are going to be in Jerusalem. Uh, these two are going right. to do things to where uh, the whole world sees the, the miracles they're doing there. But they're going to, during that time of the Great Tribulation, they're going to be doing amazing things and they're going to be witnessing for Jesus Christ. Now, whether or not that's when these 144 are sealed or not, we don't know for sure or if that's uh, where they're, they're going to be saved and, and in there. But we know that when we see the great multitude there toward the end of the chapter, that it's a multitude that no one can count. And it says that oh. these are those that came out of the Great Tribulation. So we understand that that will be that Jewish Gentile church. I think I remember reading that they were sealed, I think, during the seventh file or before. But I do remember, I do remember that the time that they were sealed, it was during the time of one of the vials being poured out. So I do know that the Bible actually states when the 144,000 are sealed. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what verse well, I, I write it in. And we also know that there are, there's Jewish people now that are, that are being sealed. There's people that are being saved right now. Uh, that are Jewish, that, uh, you know, have come to the understanding of who Jesus Christ is and uh, accepted him, you know, as, as their Lord and their Messiah. And so they've, those people are going to be part of this ceiling, the people that are the Jewish people that are coming to the truth about who Jesus Christ is. Does that help? Well, thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, Misty. Thanks, Misty. God bless you. <laughs> Um, let's go to Flo in Wisconsin. Flo, welcome to End of the Age. Flo. Flo is gone. All right, let's go to... That was my mom's name, Flo. Oh, well. <laughs> but that wasn't mom, so... All right. Let's go to Clifford in Ohio. Clifford, welcome to End of the Age. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Okay. Um, so, um, I just had a question regarding i just wanted to hear your take on uh daniel 11 uh verse 34 mm-hmm. now when they shall fall they shall be um helped with a little help but many shall cleave to them with flatteries yeah well when we when we look at that whole thing because we we really to kind of understand what that's talking about if you look at uh, the scriptures that are right above that, uh, 
And so mm-hmm. starting in 31, there's where I can kind of start and it'll help us kind of get an understanding of all this. And it says, and arms shall stand on his part and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength and shall take away the daily sacrifice and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. So right there, you've got, that's the Antichrist that's going to do that. And we know that right. because of Daniel 9, 27. Uh, and, and we know that this is, you know, just explaining who this is here so that the, the listeners kind of follow us and understand. So uh, verse 32 says, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupted by flatteries, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So remember that in this time when the abomination of desolation takes place, there's going to be a false prophet who is going to be a religious leader, and then there's going to be this Antichrist, okay? And they're going to, uh, it, it says that they will be able to deceive many. This uh, false prophet is going to uh, be doing uh, miracles that are false miracles, and one of them is going to be pulling fire down from the sky in the sight of men. So there's going to be people that are going uh, to be corrupted because... They're going to see these things and think, oh, this is, uh, you know, this could be Elijah or things like that. As this false prophet is doing these miracles and then pointing toward that one world leader saying, here's your Messiah. So keep that in mind when you're reading those scriptures. And then when you go into 33, it says, And they that understand among the people shall instruct many, yet they shall fall by the sword and by the flame and by captivity and by spoil many days. So, so you see that there's going to be people that understand. That's part of what we, uh, you know, we kind of uh, use that as like our, uh, our call to arms there here within this ministry because that's one of the things that we talk about is helping other people understand the end time so that they can go and they can teach other people. But there's going to be a pushback against that because we know the Antichrist makes war during that time against the saints. And so when you get to 34 and it says, Now when they fall, they shall be helped with uh, little help, but many shall cleave to them with flatteries. Well, you're going to have uh, this huge move, what we just talked about from Revelation chapter 7. There's going to be a revival going on in that time. There's going to be just like any time there's been tribulation. You think about what happened during the Holocaust and how some people helped take care of the Jewish people. And some people pretended like they were helping them, yet led them straight to the slaughter. It's going to be the same type of thing. And that's what I believe that scripture that you're referring to is talking about. Uh, and so there, the next verse in 35 says, And some of them of understanding shall fall and to try them and purge them and make them white, even as the time of the end, because it is yet a time uh, appointed. So... When it talks about that, this tribulation is going to be kind of like a fire and they're going to be tried through uh, tribulation, referring to it being like when you try gold, when you uh, heat up gold and the uh, impurities rise to the top. That's kind of what that scripture is referring to. That time of tribulation, that time of struggle that they go through is going to help make some stronger, but some are going to fall during that time, and some are going to fall away during that time. So that's what that's talking about. Okay, and and, and, and I have no problem with that. It, it, real reason why I'm asking is because I I I, I have a a decent understanding of it, 
Uh, you guys explain it so much better. But I don't often hear this explanation explained publicly enough. So I kind of intentionally wanted to ask the question in, in particular about the flattery. And so I, I, I thank you guys for the minute, you know, for, for what you're doing, and um, I appreciate it. Oh, and that scripture that the caller, some callers back, was talking about, the uh, she was referring to Proverbs 13, 22, um, when she was talking about the, uh, well, the verse says, a good man leaveth an inheritance uh, to his children's children. But this is what she, she, she was getting confused with the scripture. The, the tail end of it, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. All right. Well, very good. Well, thank you. All right. Uh, give us that. What was that scripture one more time? It's That was Proverbs thirteen twenty two. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Clifford. All right. Take Thanks, care. Clifford. God bless you. We do have open lines at 877-N-TIME, 877-363-8463. Uh, don't forget to uh, give us a heart on the video, comment, uh, share the video. Some would say share if you care. You've heard that before, Doug. <laughs> nice. um, but we do have some open lines. We'd love to get to your call. We have about a minute and a half left. And, Doug, I bring people on way too late, too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to refrain from that. Okay. Uh, how would you like to spend the last 90 seconds before the break? <laughs> hey, it was your idea to refrain, so you tell me. <laughs> okay, how about this? Bonnie from Facebook wants to know, okay. is it true that... Once saved, you're always saved. Oh, boy. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a question that I will have to answer with Scripture. But I can say, according to Scripture, I would have to say that's not a true teaching. That, that the eternal, uh, you know, salvation there of, of being able that once you're saved, always saved type thing. There's many Scriptures that kind of um, say that's not a, a true statement. So... Um, you say that so mildly, like the internet is not exploding over your answer. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you gotta, you know, here's the thing: you can uh, you can come to Christ, but He doesn't hold you captive. You can still walk away, and it be your choice. So, there you have it. All right, you can join us at eight seven seven end time eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We'll be right back after the break. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner.
Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're going to get straight to the phones. Let's go to Jeff in Texas. Jeff, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, fellas. How y'all doing today? We're well. How are you, sir? Oh, doing just great. Hey, uh, speaking about Bonnie's question, once saved, always saved, I heard this one time in a church service. It's once saved, always saved, once you get there. But you got to get there. My, my, my. <laughs> You're really but stirring hey, it up uh, on us, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a few weeks ago, y'all were talking, y'all were going off the air, and y'all were talking about the two witnesses, and you were saying, no man shall know the day nor the hour. But Vince, you kind of chimed in at the end of the broadcast, and you said, what about following the path of the two witnesses? And I never heard the end of the story. I was just wondering if y'all could elaborate on that. Uh, can you follow the path of the two witnesses? And, you know, once they die, say they die at Monday at 12 o'clock, wouldn't three and a half days later be uh, Friday at midnight? So you kind of would know the day or the hour, sort of, kind of. And I didn't know how you, how that conversation turned out. And my other question was, we talk about no pre-tribulation scriptures, but six post-tribulation scriptures. Can you tell me those six scriptures or where I can find them at? Jeff, we've only got 15 minutes left. <laughs> I'll let sorry. you answer the question about the two witnesses since you said that. I'll let you answer that, and then I'll help him with the other one. Well, Jeff, you said the things that we say. Um, no man knoweth the day or the hour. We explain that. Uh, no man at that time knew the day or the hour. Um, however, there's been a lot happened since that statement was made, and one of those things is the fact that we know that the two witnesses are going to be killed, um, and they'll lay there for three and a half days, and then they'll be resurrected, and that just happens to be at the Battle of Armageddon, right, right, right at that time frame, and it looks like that lines right up with when the rapture will occur after the Great Tribulation, and so we believe that we can't tell you the exact minute that um, the rapture will happen, but we believe there will be a time when we go, okay, we are getting close. I mean, we do know when the final seven years begins. We do know the midway point when that will begin. And then when the um, two witnesses lay there and are resurrected, you know, just a few days later, that's going to be the rapture is what we believe. So... We believe at some time we will know the rough idea of when that is, and close enough where we can start telling people uh, a bit more detail about it, but not today. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think I think that would be a better rapture than the pre-tribulation rapture. The pre-tribulation rapture, you don't know if Jesus is coming back tonight or tomorrow. I got saved in 1983 and thought I just barely made it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got married in 2007 and thought I barely was, or I didn't get married in 2007, wow. I got married in 2014 and uh, just thought that I barely made it um, at that time. So to get married, that is. Right. Yeah, a, be a better rapture would be able to, for everybody to go, hey, y'all, he's coming back in three and a half days. Those guys have died. Hey, get ready. Here he comes. You know, get your life right. Well, we think it's a better rapture because it really looks that way in Scripture. Uh, I think so. so I think you're right. Yeah. Not for any other reason. It seems to be that's what the Bible teaches. Yeah. We were pre-trib here at end time at one point. And then, oh, I've been pre-trib my whole life. Till I started listening to Urban Baxter. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to Urban Baxter since a guy named Eddie was his sidekick. I loved Eddie. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> yes, sir. I used to listen back in those days too. <laughs> All right, Doug. There's another question here. The, yeah. The six, so the six scriptures. So well, there's there's a whole lot more than six actually. And what I can do is I can send those to you. I know Vince doesn't like me to say that stuff on the air sometimes, but <laughs> okay. I can send it to you if you email me at dnorvell at intime dot com. But here's here's the thing. I'll give you. Uh, some of the big ones that we use because I can do that and it might help answer some other questions that people have. Matthew 24, 29 through 31. Okay, because the Lord tells us there that the sun will be dark and the moon will not give us light. The stars shall fall from the skies. And then he says, and uh, this happens, what, immediately after the tribulation of those days. So he tells you immediately after the tribulation of those days, the signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars are going to happen. And then he says, and then he shall send his uh, angels to gather his elect. And so that right there tells us immediately after the tribulation of those days, Jesus comes back in the sky, everybody sees him, and then he sends his angels uh, with the sound of a trumpet and they gather his elect. So that's one of the big ones. Uh, that we use now there's another one that's a pretty big one that we use a lot is second thessalonians chapter 2 where uh paul says uh let no man deceive you by any means that that day talking about the coming of our lord and our being gathered to him verse 1 and 2 says uh that that's the subject of what he's talking about the coming of our Lord and are being gathered unto him. It says, let no man deceive you for any means that that day the rapture is what he's talking about there. It shall not come except there come a falling away first and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Uh, and so it lets us know that the, the coming of the Lord and are being called to him will not happen until we see that, until the man of sin be revealed, which is the Antichrist, and it says he will stand in the temple of God proclaiming to be God. Well, that goes right back to what that Matthew 24, uh, 29 and 31 alludes to, because right before we see that, we see what starts that great tribulation is the man of sin being revealed there in 15 through 21. So uh, those are, are two of the major ones we have uh, another one that I love, and let me get there real quick, is um, this is one of my favorite scriptures because to me, this just tells you right there, uh, there's no doubt about it. So when you go to, um, let's see, 1 Corinthians 15. So it says, I just want to find it so that I read it correctly to you. In verse 20 it says but now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept for since by man came death by man came also the resurrection of the dead as for in Adam all die even so in Christ shall all be made alive but every man in his order Christ the first fruits and afterward they that are Christ at his coming so it tells you the resurrection happens at his coming. And we know from Scripture that Jesus is only coming back one more time. There's the, the second coming of Jesus Christ. And so uh, there, there are many, like I said, there are many, and I can send you all of them, but those are, are some of the major ones that you can look at and help other people kind of see that as well. Okay. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you so kindly for answering those for me. Thank you. Yes, Thanks, sir. Jeff. God bless you. Uh, let's go to Marie in Texas. Marie, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, thank you. 
Um, my question is regarding the ancient Roman Empire and the revived Roman Empire. If we look at a map, um, the area that's occupied by the ancient Roman Empire would seem to be all its Marie, you're kind of cutting out, and it's a little hard to hear you when we can. Can you speak directly into your phone, please? Now we can't hear you at all. We'll have to put you on hold and figure that out. Maybe we can bring you back in a bit. Let's go to Trey in Texas. Trey, welcome to End of the Age. Yes, I was going to tell you, I don't remember what shipping is, but I do remember what my grandmother said about for the love of money is the root of all evil. And I think this has ties to the LBGQC. Uh, movement because you see all these big blue chip companies like Apple, Coca-Cola, Fox and Gamble, Target, Levi Strauss, uh, promoting all and all the big banks like Wells Fargo, JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America, promoting Pride Month. And uh, I saw an article in the Wall Street Journal last month, and it said like the gays collectively, gay, lesbian, transsexuals, they all have a spending power of over two trillion dollars, and that's why it's all being promoted like this. And uh, I just want to know what your comments are. If that may tie into the black horse, the spirit of money and capitalism. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and Disney, too. Well, they're another big company that's really promoting all of this. And I just want to know what your thoughts were. Okay, well, I mean, as, as far as the money goes, you're, you're correct, especially that scripture, the love of money is the root of all evil. Money's not the root of it, but the love of it is there. And for so many of these companies to be on board with uh, the LGBTQ uh, movement, I, I think it's, it's more about um, just like everything in the world right now, when they have an agenda that they're trying to push, they try to get everybody on board with it. I mean, we saw it, uh, you know, during the, the, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and all the things that were going on there. We had all of these companies jumping on board with that as well. And I think that the, the people who are trying to push the agendas behind the scenes there, they get these corporations involved in it as well, just like any businessman would. Uh, you know, they're going to get people who back their ideas and, uh, and their agendas, what their plans are, so that they can have people who can help fund it. So, you know, I, I think that it is all part of, you know, the, the agenda to push that out and get that to be something that we accept as normal. Because, I mean, you know, anything that goes against God's word is going to be of the devil. It's going to be antichrist. And right now, that's what we're seeing. The devil is pushing a lot of these agendas forward, and they need money to back it up. All right, thank you for your call, Trey. We're running short on time, so we're trying to get everyone we can in. Let's go to Keith in Texas. Keith, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, how are you all doing today? We're well, how are you? Oh, not too bad. Hey, quick question for you. Uh, regarding the Antichrist, I, I know the false prophet is a man that is the spiritual leader of, of you know, the false church. But with regards to the Antichrist, is is the Antichrist the devil in physical form, or is it a man who is possessed by the devil? Well, we believe that it will be a political leader that will be possessed by the devil. And uh, the reason why we believe that is because we, we've seen before in Scripture, if you remember when uh, it says that Judas uh, went out in the night to betray the Lord, it says that uh, that the devil entered into him at that point. And we believe that that's the same thing that's going to happen with 
this political figure who will be the Antichrist. We know that he is going to be a, a man because we see it in Daniel 7 when it talks about the little horn. Uh, we know he's going to be a king that rises up. Uh, so he's going to be a political leader that rises up out of that ten horn kingdom. And we believe that when that war in heaven takes place, uh, Revelation chapter 12, where it talks about Satan and his angels are, are then bound to the earth at that point, we believe that that's when uh, the Antichrist will be uh, possessed by the devil himself. And we think that that's going to happen at the abomination of desolation. Okay. And then one other quick question, if I could. Okay. Uh, when, when the two witnesses are resurrected and, and you referred to, uh, is, now, is that when the rapture happens or the second coming? Well, this. The second coming and the rapture happen at the same time. That's what we were talking about a while ago when we were talking about a post-tribulation rapture. That's going to happen at that point. If you look in Revelation chapter 11 and you look at uh, when the uh, two witnesses are uh, called up, it says that they rose up into uh, the sky as their enemies watched them rise up until a cloud hid them. Uh, we also see that the seventh trumpet sounds at that point. And then it says, and the time has come for the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ and the time to reward his prophets and his servants, the saints. So that's what our reward is, is the, uh, the resurrection that we get to be in heaven with Jesus. And so he sets his kingdom up and we get our reward at the same moment there in Revelation 11. Thanks for your call, Keith. Uh, We will be right back here Monday at 3 p.m. Don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. And uh, there's thousands of hours of content available totally free. You can download the End of the Age Plus app on all the major app stores. We'll see you Monday. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.